Welcome. Oh my God. The level 44 of the Sandbox Gamers podcast. A podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about life, love, and the pursuit of vidya. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your co host with the most Wonder Rob coming at you live. Well, semi live from Southern California. And on the line with me are two of my best Arizona friends in the metaverse. The Joel of our podcast, Vector. I got you, baby girl. <laughs> and, the, and our very own Ellie. <laughs> and our very own Ellie, Jeffrey W. the second. Hey, fuck you. Is that was that an Ellie? Wow. Oh, snap. <laughs> that sounded just more like a Jeff Wism than an Ellie. That's true. That's true. And I'm a clicker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see nothing. <laughs> Don't let me hear you. You get it. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for joining us for another episode of the Sandbox Gamers podcast. We appreciate you, all 10 of you. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're not already subscribed, if you're the 11th listener if you, and you're not subscribed, well, do us a favor. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is you're listening to us on. And, well, that's uh, that's called paying it forward. Somebody did you a favor once, so why don't you pay it forward and do us a favor? And that's all I really have to say about that. I've got a cold this week, boys. I've got a cold. Dang, so if I, uh, if I start sniffling and sneezing, just know that it's not the cocaine. It's a cold, so thank yeah. you. Thank you yeah. very much. Uh, this week, we got a lot to talk about. The Last of Us finally premiered on HBO, and of course, us being the uh, pop culture connoisseurs that we are, of course, we have opinions on the matter. Uh, we, we, and by we, I mean me and Vactor, played uh, a new game this week called Backrooms. Uh, there is some, some video game news to discuss, and... Uh, We'll just see what happens. We'll just see what happens on this on this show. Oh but yeah. There's one thing we don't have to wait and see what happens. It always happens. Every week. Guaranteed. What is that you might ask? I'll tell you. It's that Jeff W is always DTF. Down hmm. to talk fun, that is. <laughs> so uh <Okay. laughs> Vactor. Why don't you uh, satisfy Jeff W.'s carnal urges? Jeff W. is very much looking forward to Justice League and the Suicide Squad. But guess what? There was a Suicide Squad leak. Mm -hmm. And it's got the fans worried this week. I know Jeff W. is a big fan of all of the Arkham games. Yes. All of the Rocksteady Batman games. We, we know that he was not a fan of Warner Brother Montreal's Gotham Knights. True. True. And we also so. know that Jeff W. <laughs> is a big fan of Battle Pass. So, Jeff, this <laughs> may be some good news for you because mm. it looks to be also, a Battle Pass. Jeff's a big fan of 4chan. That, too. Yeah. Yes. I only <laughs> go on r slash uh, gif. Oh, uh, man. If you guys know, <laughs> or anybody, for any enough. insiders, know that gives you a lot of a lot of insight on what Jeff does on the internet. Dang. <laughs> B's not good enough for me. <laughs> there was a, a g- image leaked on 4chan, and it showed what looked to be a battle pass. If you go there now, it says the image mm-hmm. has been removed. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to find another uh, preview of the image, but yeah, this looks like. Well, I mean, we. We kind of figured like this has been out there for a while. Not the battle pass part, but the uh, this is gonna be yeah yeah four chan yeah yeah for sure. Um, been out there, been actually you know I think it's a detriment to society. Maybe some would say at this point, oh, but man. um. Uh, anyway, so yeah, somebody leaked their manifesto on four chan uh, again, and uh, <laughs> then you know it's a screenshot of what. You know, the Suicide Squad game or this, the next quote unquote Rocksteady game has been rumored to be a lot of things, Superman, all that stuff. Um, And I think there was even like when Gotham Knights came out, you know, it was like, oh, hey, like rumors are Rocksteady was going to do something similar here where you were going to have a kind of a co-op 
optional, you know, game where you could, you know, play as several of the heroes in the story, right? But, um, you know, I did not expect there to be a battle pass. And my my question would to Rocksteady would be, what the fuck for? Because this is... Unless this game has something that I don't know about that is like so expand, like it's so massive that it could warrant an entire battle pass for it. Um, I have really, this is really lowering my hopes for this game, which I don't have a problem with because I'm going to have too much to play here soon anyway. So I'm trying to, you know, trudge through God of War right now and finish this game. But um, yeah, I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what are you, what, like, if you're making something that's a similar experience to the Arkham games, what could you possibly make a battle pass with? I don't understand. But that's not just DLC, right? Like, what? what is this? It's tough to say, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough Like, to I say. can't even think of, like, a, in theory, like, are you going to, like, am I going to unlock, like, costume parts as I rank through a level system for the game? Is there, like, a matchmaking system where I can play... I can finish the game and then play like random story missions as like with a random squad of guys like like what I, yeah I don't, I don't know I, I'd love to see what their justification is for this and uh, but yeah this is like this sucks because if I have to pay more just to unlock bullshit in a single player game uh, or mostly single player game right not a competitive multiplayer game uh, I'm going to be pretty upset with what uh, Rocksteady would have churned out here pretty much. I can't imagine what it could possibly be. All they've advertised is that this is going to be a story-driven game. Right. Um, I seem to recall that they said there's co-op in the game, although I don't know if I'm misremembering that or I dreamt that. Mm-hmm. But there was co-op it, in Avengers. Yeah. And, there's, and, you know, and I guess, like, you know, like, like all the... Like Arkham Knight and, and the other previous games, they've had it's not a battle pass, it's not level zero to a hundred. It's like, oh hey, we have uh four pieces of DLC planned over the next year, so you kind of know it's coming out incrementally. So like it's something like that, I'd be like, Okay, like fine, I'll I'll pay like a fee to just get all the DLC as it comes out. I think I did that for yeah. like Gears of War three back in the day. Like they announced something similar there. They would give you the number of, you know dlc drops prior but like what is what warrants an entire you know potentially an entire one to 99 uh, battle pass and i i can't really think of like what would make this worth it you know and i i mean maybe rocksteady's just being pushed into this but like what what's possibly in this game you know um unless they do what's what was that first person shooter batman uh game Remember that vector? Um, what? A Rob? The VR game? No, 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 no. That little, the little uh, Batman game where you had Batman and Jokers run. It was like Call of Duty, but like Batman. You remember that? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Gotham like City All Stars or something, something about the like clowns. that. Oh, um, shoot. I, I did no. forget about that. Yeah. That was like a 4v4 game or something. Mm-hmm. I, I, will, I will find it, but. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, like maybe something that was, you know, uh, in there. May- like, okay, like I could see Gotham City Imposters. Sorry, yes. um, mm-hmm. is what it was. That's the clown uh, one. Yeah. And um, I just, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they're all not, they're not actually Batman. They're like mm-hmm. clowns running around, but dressed yeah. as Batman and Batman in his Joker gear. But I was going to say, because there's no Batman first person game like. Yeah, You're, well, from but the I mean, point of view of Batman, but this, you know, you know what I mean. This is like in the spirit of what I meant, like a first-person shooter. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, like unless you do that, unless you do some crazy shit like that, where there's like a, a, a versus multiplayer in a in a Rocksteady game, like I, I think it's gonna suck. But it'd be uh, <clears throat> at least that would be interesting to me, and maybe I wouldn't want to vomit right away when I see <laughs> uh, what's happening here, you know. This is the current trend of games. I don't know what we're calling this era right now. The mm-hmm. not the twenty twenties, but you know, the current era of the live service game, Anthem, Avengers, Outriders, even Gotham Knights had that like live service feel to it. And the battle pass of all right, 
you can buy in-game skins and things like that. You progress the level and you, you just get cosmetic stuff, but it's not... Most of the time, that Battle Pass stuff is not anything worthwhile, like anything that you actually want. That's what they really need to do. Make a Battle Pass that's cool. Make it give us rewards that we actually care about. So far, right. the closest thing I've come to in caring about a Battle Pass was Fortnite, where at the end of the Battle Pass, you had like Rick from Rick and Morty, or you had Gwen Stacy, Spider mm-hmm. Gwen. Like you had an actual skin that you wanted. And you had to get to level 100 to get to it. I haven't had that experience in any other game that has a battle pass. Because even like Call of Duty, when we were playing that every day, Jeff, there wasn't necessarily like, oh, I got to get to level 50 because there's a gun that I really want. Like, yeah. You just haven't had the reward system in place that we really care about. Right. And I just, I hate the idea of, and this is what pissed me off with Gears of War and why... I talk yes, shit no, about yeah. this Diablo game where I don't like the concept of, okay, I pay you up front to unlock something, and then now you give me... And, and Fortnite is um, reachable if you're playing. And I, I think all of these are pretty reachable if you're consistently playing. But mm-hmm. there's there's things like Gears of War where like they had a white weapon skin, which was very different than everything. Like It stood out. It looked cool in the game, you know? And then to do it was like, one of the hardest tasks I've ever seen in a video game. And I'm like, my, like, Hey fuckers, like I paid for this. Like, give me what I paid for. Like you got your money. Give me the thing. I don't like this, uh, concept of paying and then making me like go through a ton of work just to get the thing that I already paid for, you know? Yeah. That was a classic Jeff W intro. Hey fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> fuckers, fuckers, fuckers. That's how my, that's how you, my emails at work are. <laughs> I was like, hey, fuckers. Hey, fuckers. Put your time in. Okay? Sincerely, eat Put your time poop. sheets in, fuckers. Jeff. That's how he closes every email. Eat my poop. Sincerely, fuck you. That's our Jeff. <laughs> so this game is supposed to come out in May now. It's been pushed back a couple times, but May 26th is the official launch date for this. Nice. Well, you know, yeah. oh. your boy's supposed to be playing it. Even, even still, it would have yeah. to get some pretty poo-poo reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be, I have a for, feeling this is something maybe separate from the main. Like, I feel like you can at, at the core of this game. I'm hoping you're going to go in and get a <clears throat> a Suicide Squad Rocksteady experience, right? Like, I'm hoping this is just kind of fluff. Uh, on the outside of the game. Well, you know what else I don't want is the experience that I had loading up Warzone last week, Jeff. Oh my god! For the yeah. first time in mm-hmm. months, I don't know, a year. Yeah, yeah. And I got in there, had no idea what was going on. There was so many menus and so many different screens. I wanted to give up. I finally did get in a game, but it's become the point of you know that the joke of the. Ubisoft games that we talked about last week. Yeah. Nothing but just garbage on the screen. No clean UIs. Nothing that would make, you know, a minimalist proud. When you look at these these menus and these uh sub menus, it's like crazy just to get to a game. Like get get me to the game itself. I don't want to customize my shoelaces, every single thing on the loadout. I don't want to sit there and customize. I want to get to the game. Right. Yeah, and Warzone is a is a shit show. Like they you know, they're heading in the right direction with that game in terms of like I want them to like make a Call of Duty that is not a numbered sequel that mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like they're kind of keeping this one game and like yeah. continually updating it, go with that, you know, World of Warcraft, Team Fortress, whatever, hundreds of other games that are similar. Like mm-hmm. give me the core game and then add. But um yeah, I feel like the battle pass adds a layer of complexity and like milking of the user base, you know, a little bit like, and like I said, I, it's not as, it's not as bad as like overwatch loot boxes to me overall, like a battle pass. Like I, I think like battle passes are obtainable, right? Like, like you say, like, you know, you play like Fortnite, you know, uh, or you played for a good number of seasons in a row and me, me and you both have, and 
those those goals were obtainable like i probably paid in some just to get like certain characters and get through but you know if i had played enough if i had enough time in the day to sit there and play hours and hours like i'm gonna be fine but it's just more so the the randomness of it and the not not giving me what i want (laughs) uh part of this that just really uh rubs me the wrong way in where this could go and who who owns rocksteady are they are they they're not independent right they're not sitting on their own right i think they are are they they don't did they not Warner get purchased games, by anybody crazy maybe? i don't know does if Warner brothers owns them that's that's gonna be surprising and i mean that that's really i want to know who from who above rocksteady is is pushing this right who's the publisher or whatever that's pushing this because I feel like it's it's probably more than likely a, a push from them to says they're a subsidiary of Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. Yeah. Okay. So it is Warner. So yeah, that, that that's what this feels like. It feels like you know, hopefully Rocksteady delivers on a on a single player or this one. This is the best case scenario. They deliver on a single player, and then Warner Brothers wanted more time to add something in to just milk money, and hopefully uh, that is not a uh, a core core experience that you need to need to have in this thing yeah well i guess time so time's the only thing that's going to show us boys true true if uh factor could fire up his delorean that would be that would be fantastic thank you fire it up hold on if time travel's real if time travel is ever real factor will walk through my door right now what is this? One eighteen at seven forty nine p.m. He'll come in at seven fifty <laughs> with a game. <laughs> Let's see here. <laughs> with this game, I mean. But what if I didn't want to spoil you? Mm, sounds like a paradox. Well, it's seven fifty, and he didn't. Nope, he didn't walk through my door. All right, I guess time travel is never going to exist, boys. I didn't want to spoil him. <laughs> it was okay. If time travel's real, he'll come back. He'll come in in one minute with a chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I didn't want to spoil his dinner. Oh man! I, <laughs> I knew he's going to be hungry. He's going to eat after this podcast. So I said, "Nope, no cake." Oh man! All right. So if time travel's real, he's going to come in with an issue of Spider-Man for me to read. Time travel initiated. And, uh, <laughs> all right, moving. And a on. handful Let's... of uh, IBS medication. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Now that I would bring them. <laughs> I already have some right here. I did it already. Time travel exists. Uh... Proof positive. <laughs> <laughs> we proved it, boys. <laughs> yeah, Rob, that's the name of the episode. Dumps. We just that's proved time know. travel exists. <laughs> oh man, I already made the episode art. Now I got to go back Yay! and fix it. We just proved time. <laughs> travel exists hope i don't forget that uh okay so <laughs> we proved time travel exists that's funny uh all right so factor and i played a game this week uh back rooms the game um on pc now let me just a real quick thing about this game it is a well, first of all, it's a game I saw on TikTok. A lot of these TikTokers playing it. This uh, horror... I don't know if it's a horror game necessarily or a jump scare game or whatever you really want to call it, but it's a first-person game where you are walking through a seamlessly endless office building with yellow wallpaper, yellow tiles on the ceiling, and yellow carpet on the floor, and no rhyme or reason. You are just trying to get out, and there is a string monster, is the best I can describe it, who is trying to eat you. Hmm. And uh, yeah, that's it. I I so, heard this term either yesterday or today. Creepy pasta and creepy pasta. Oh, you never heard that before. I never heard that before. Oh wow, that has been like a like an internet thing for yeah, so horror long. related legends that have yeah. been shared around the internet, and yeah. it's become a catch all term for any horror content posted onto the internet. So this game is a creepy pasta. Yeah, like uh, Slenderman mm-hmm. is one. Um, I don't know if you ever remember uh, Marble Hornets, that like horror movie oh, kind of thing that these kids. It was kind of like a Blair Witch, but like in 2010 or something oh, like, like that. Like Choo Choo Charles. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I've, this game's been all over my TikTok feed. My algorithm Speaking of paradoxes, me. Rob. Uh-huh. This game. Ooh. 
this game. Yes. Well, let me tell you something. Before we talk about this game, so I bought this game. It was five bucks on Steam. And so I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be a good friend. I'm going to buy it for Vector, and I'm going to buy it for Jeff. I could, I, I'll throw away 15 bucks. Who cares? <laughs> so what? Who cares? Right. And um, shortly thereafter, you guys, I... This is going to sound w- weird, but I'm not positive that this is the a- the actual Backrooms game. Oh. And w- <laughs> you got the wrong one? Well, here's the thing. Let me pull my mic over here so I don't walk away. So I'm, type- okay. I'm in Steam right now. Yeah, there's a link in the show notes. There's another one. Because when I was trying to do the, I was trying to list the link in our show notes this other one came up from 2019 called the backrooms game free edition uh yeah and so if i hold on a sec let me type this in (laughs) now the dlc costs three dollars but the game itself is free okay so the first one is escape the backrooms oh there's another one which if you pull that one up it looks exactly the same and then you got inside the backrooms which looks exactly the same. Backrooms VHS, which is coming soon, which looks exactly the same. A game called The Backrooms, just The Backrooms, which looks exactly the same. And there's several more. And so, <laughs> I don't know if, if this if this particular version of a game is a knockoff, but after playing it for quite some time, I'm starting to think it uh-huh. is. Okay. Yeah, I'm noticing these are different developers. So yes. this is just a gigantic maze. I'm playing the game right now. <laughs> yeah, so, like, so Jeff's been playing it, and Vactor's been playing it this whole time. Uh, he thought he was being sneaky, but he forgets mm-hmm. that I can see what he's playing on Discord. I knew I knew you <laughs> oh. could see it. <laughs> Wait, I just, I just reached an escape ladder. Did I win? So I'm, I'm seeing credits. What did it roll credits? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it did. All of oh, these have shit. different uh, developers. I'm looking at every single one. Yeah, of these so I don't really rooms. understand. Am I, so here's why I think this is a boot, bootleg knockoff version. Yeah, is because. Well, actually, let me talk about the game first, and then then I'll discuss why I think it's a bootleg. So you start off in this big office building. Is the best I can describe it. Again, yellow floors, yellow carpet, yellow ceiling tile, neon lights. Yeah. Uh, there's no music except for the occasional rat-a-tat-tat of what sounds like somebody tiptoeing really fast in the distance. Uh-huh. And you're not given a objective. You are just let go. And presumably, you want to find your way out. And on the on the page itself, let me find the page for this. Hold on. Let me go into my library. It says eight levels. I don't, it's taking too long to get there, but it says there's eight <laughs> levels. There's eight different levels. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Sorry. I went to the Steam page in the discussions to look at, like, <laughs> hey, let me see what people are discussing in the Steam forums. And yeah. it's one post from a man named Wonder Rob who just says, oh, wow. And then the comment under that says, I have no idea what's going on here. So it sounds like no one else is confused or this is the wrong game. This has got to be the wrong game. <laughs> so you're, you're walking around and it said multiplayer on it too, which is why I was like, oh, this will be interesting because I knew what the premise of the game was. And I was like, that'd be kind of interesting. All three of us running around, trying not yeah. to get caught, trying to get out of here. Of course, we haven't done that yet. Jeff's only just now playing it. <laughs> but I'm not convinced the multiplayer would even work, but I'll get back to that. So you're running around this office building, and you're tr- presumably trying to find a way out. And if you make a wrong turn, a a monster will be there. And it looks like... You remember Mr. Fantastic after he got spaghettied in uh, Multiverse of Madness? That's what this guy looks like. Oh. <laughs> and he growls like a dinosaur. If he's too close. Now, I, th- I I have not gotten past the first level. I have made it to where Jeff has said the ladder, a big empty room with the ladder. And as soon as you approach the ladder, the credits of the game roll. I have found mm-hmm. another room 
that has it's almost like a, a checkerboard where you have to the black spaces are big holes and the white spaces are you solid and you have to make your way across and there's a door on the other side and it says can't open the door the door must be locked i'm like okay great so as far as i can tell these are the only two options because i've mm-hmm. run around this whole place several times I feel like this is a, a ripoff, bad version of the game because when you go, when you pull up the control tab menu, you hit escape or uh, pause if you're on the Steam Deck, and it's like controls, settings, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's nothing there. There's <clears throat> no options whatsoever. Like the whole menu's missing. Second, <clears throat> I've explored. Yeah, I've, I've explored the areas enough for me. <laughs> I found like an axe or a stick or something propped up against a wall. And there mm-hmm. is absolutely no way to interact with this object. Huh. Nothing works. Did you I run into pick... the monster in this game? I, or no? Several times, but I'll come back to that. Okay, okay. Uh, but I can't interact with this particular object. I'm assuming I need to find a key or something because you hit a door and it says the door is locked. But I haven't found that key yet. But I have found this stick that I can't interact with. So that's number two making me think that this is a busted game. Number three is when I, I played this on the Steam Deck today. And there would be prompts from the game in the upper left-hand corner. Like the game is thinking like it would say, uh, I forget the exact words, but it, I'm paraphrasing. But it would say like enemy failed to spawn, enemy failed to spawn, enemy failed to spawn, or mm-hmm. out or gone. Things like that. And... The enemy would spawn in the same spot four or five times. Like, I would die. I would go the same <laughs> way. The, the guy would spawn right there, die, etc., etc. And one time he spawned right in front of me. Like, he did. He wasn't hiding. He just was like, I'm here, motherfucker. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so, all of these things combined lead me to believe that I purchased a bootleg video game. For myself <laughs> and my friends. Hey, listen, you can do a refund still, which is not bad. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm under two hours of the game. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too much time there. You know what this does feel like, though. This feels like, you know, when uh, have you ever like been anticipating an album, and then like you go to like Apple Music. Uh, Apple Music specifically is bad for this, or Spotify, I guess, as well. Like, oh yeah, the next, uh, let's say, Weird Al album. Let me let me see what's on the list for his. Like, let's see if they have like a preload up or anything. And you get on there, and it's some guy that uploaded something called, you know, Weird Al's next album, and he's just trying to get you to click on his music or in iTunes get you to like mistakenly buy his album that just happens to be titled the same thing it's with, like you know it's like back in the day things. when like uh limewire kazaa you would type in weird al yankovic <laughs> and there'd be like hundreds of songs by weird al but it's all things that clearly were not weird al songs yeah and like, like racist people, songs yeah like yeah. racist and vulgar <laughs> songs that they just like wrote that's <laughs> weird al it's the same thing uh and yeah, there's, so, uh, there's a number of free versions of this game also. Like I said, there's one on Steam, which is called The Backrooms Game Free Edition. And then I was just Googling, just trying to get the actual game sh- website. And uh, there's a backroomsgame.io. On that website, you can play the game right there. So it looks like it's it's just one of those... I, I don't necessarily think the one that you bought is... Like the one knockoff. I just think there's a ton of these games out there, and there's mm. no specific. Maybe there's no copyright on back rooms, so everybody. But it's it's literally the exact same game. Like if you look at all the screenshots, it's well, I don't all know, the same. I don't know which one is the original. I haven't gone that far into it, but yeah, all of them are yellow walls. Um, some of them look have different wallpapers. But they're all mm-hmm. the same. Like Rob said, they all look the same. So, yeah, I don't know who the original is. But the game itself, I have not found 
a single exit. Everything is <laughs> the same wall over and over and over again. I ran into Mr. Fantastic one time, and he ate me. He killed me. And I was playing on the Steam Deck at first, which the controls are a little wonky, just like the menus are a little wonky. The controls on the Steam Deck are a little bit um, not ideal. So I was playing it on the PC just now as we uh -huh. were talking. And the controls are a little bit better, but the menus are still not not good. Not doesn't feel official at all to me. Mm -hmm. no, I do like the whole this concept. <laughs> I do like this concept though. Uh, yeah, well, of like what I've seen of the other of the actual game of like this kind of yeah room sure by room horror movie escape kind of thing. It does. I'm sure seem it's like fun with multiplayer. So we'll have to do that and get yeah. um, if it even works. It'll work. It'll work <laughs> in this version of the game. You can't interact with the item. I don't. <laughs> or there's just a stick. There's just, just a stick. I just get your money back. Get get a refund on Steam. <laughs> I want to find the official version of this game because now I'm like, well. All the videos I've saw of people playing it, I was like, oh, well, this mm -hmm. looks like it could be interesting and a fun little thing. And, of course, I don't know which version it is. <laughs> Probably not this one. This one just came out, so this this yeah. con artist got $15. <laughs> the free one came out in 2019. Yeah, so this is, yeah. So, obviously, I got the, the most rip-off, most <laughs> recent rip-off version. It's in early mm. access, so that makes it official. Oh, just like just like Marvel Snap on Steam. Except Marvel Snap's good. <laughs> so, <sighs> real quick, Vector, if you want to find the rooms, all you got to do is hug. If you want to get to the exit and roll credits, you just have to hug the right side. Just keep going right, as mm -hmm. as right Every as you time? can go. Yeah, and if hey. you want to. If you want to get to the the room with the door that I can't figure out how to open, you'd have to keep hugging the left. Yeah, I got to a ladder. Is that right? Yeah, that yeah. If you go right, yeah, yeah. If you well, go, yeah. If you keep going right, eventually you'll find the room with the ladder. Yeah, and well, not, not that it matters. It'll just roll credits <laughs> and then start over. <laughs> so, if you're judging by the 146 comments on the actual Backrooms website, this is a good game. Awesome game. The game rocks. Love this game. Good game. Hola. These are the <laughs> hola hola on on the actual hey, hello hi <laughs> came here to say hi hello <laughs> see you later <laughs> wow so that's uh that's the back rooms the uh, internet yeah <laughs> the internet to play. I still would recommend it just based on the fact that I think it's an interesting concept for a game just uh get the right version. That's all I have to say about that. Let's play the right version. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, as you all know, The Last of Us is a, a hit game. And The Last of Us 2 is even hittier. And it was such a hit game that they decided to make a TV show out of it starring that one guy from <laughs> Game of Thrones, starring that little girl from <laughs> Game of Thrones, and presumably a lot of the background actors on Game of Thrones, although I can't prove that one. But The Last of Us has premiered on HBO Max. Came out, uh, what was it, last Friday? Sunday. Oh, Sunday. And, sorry, I'm getting distracted because I can hear my boy, my little boy singing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little creepy. So if my, I don't know if my mic's picking that up or not. Is he singing but, back rooms? He might be. <laughs> any children singing any song is always creepy. So he he can just. Yeah. The other day he made he made up a song. He, I asked him what his favorite color was. He goes tan. And I go. <laughs> I go. You like the color tan? <laughs> and he says, "Yeah, I like tan. My skin is tan." <laughs> And he just kept saying that over and over again, and I was like, "That's kind of creepy." Man. Oh my <laughs> god, kids! Anyways, Tan. Last of Us <laughs> is out. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about episode one. We're gonna spoil it, so if you haven't seen it, you know, maybe come back. Do whatever you feel like you need to. But of course, if you've played the video game at all, you you are already spoiled because it's 
it's pretty identical to the game. Uh, short, a couple of small oh, yeah. details, but it's pretty oh, yes. darn close. So let's start with Vactor. Let's uh, let's get your thoughts on the first episode of The Last of Us. This game was, I would say, in my top five video games of all time. And I'll even go a little controversial and say that the second game I even enjoyed more than the first game. But I'll put them together in my top five games of all time. I'll put The Last of Us Part 1 and 2 as one combined video game. So this is a show that I've been anticipating ever since they announced it. And I even, my anticipation was so high that I stopped watching another show, Station Eleven, because it was too similar to me. Because I said, this gives me Last of Us vibes. So I don't want to, I want to save that experience. I want to savor it. So I didn't watch Station Eleven after the first episode. This first episode of The Last of Us was exactly what I wanted out of an adaptation on HBO very also got walking dead vibes as well from that first walking mm-hmm. dead episode. If you, if you guys remember that. Yes. So yes, I was very pleased with this first episode. I thought it was a little long. It was about like a two episode, like it was like 90 minutes. So it's like two episodes yeah. back to back. Mm-hmm. I thought they could have ended it right when the time jump happens. That would have been a good time to, in the episode, but I really enjoyed it. And I've been consuming a ton of content after the episode, the official last of us podcast. There's the last of us, the game podcast, which had a clip from the official last of us podcast. So all these different podcasts have been reviewing it and I've been consuming interviews with all the cast and my wife is all in on it. So that means it's going to be played a lot in our household and we're going to be talking about it a lot. So I mm-hmm. had a great time with this first episode. Did you two finish the game? Did you guys watch the game like story? Or uh, she watched me play a little bit of the first one and a little bit of the second one, but she didn't watch the endings. Okay. Yeah. So, so she doesn't actually, know the endings. This should be good uh, for her then once yeah, she gets she, to it. But yeah. Um, and she knew the twist of the first episode. Which I was, oh, okay. I was waiting yeah. to see how they were going to do that. And I also uh, liked some of the changes that they made because as somebody who has consumed the game, I don't yeah. necessarily want it to be a direct adaptation one-to-one, the exact same thing. I want new stuff for me as somebody who's already consumed it. I do like a little bit of change. And then also updating it for 2023 versus 2013 when it when the game came out so right i thought they did a great job adapting it and it actually makes me want to go back and watch chernobyl because the guy who is the showrunner on this on last of us was the showrunner on chernobyl so it makes me want to actually go watch that show on hbo as well but jeff and i are always big hbo fans like any show that comes out if it's got the hp it's like the annapurna of tv if it has hbo's logo we're gonna probably like it there's just a yeah there's a certain level of quality i'm i like expect to come of them and and yeah and like even they they are doing projects you know i think about like uh the stuff that's coming to amazon right and i think about like that lord of the Rings show that i didn't finish and i think about the wheel of time show that i didn't finish and um it's things like like I have low expectations for those games uh, or for those those shows when they eventually hit. But HBO has been able to touch things and bring things onto their platform and kind of, you know, really deliver. I mean, even Watchmen, right? Watchmen was like the big no-go for a long time. And even when Lindelof was announced to be on it, people were like, Oh fuck! Here we go. You know what's he gonna ruin this time? Yeah, besides Lost, right? Mm-hmm. Like they had all these, you know, bad things to say, and in uh, that delivered, that's like actually a great piece of of that entire franchise, you know. And um, I think we're I think we're in the boat for the same thing too. I both I also really enjoyed it. I think, you know, honestly, the show to me 
uh, it's not like the Watchmen movie, which was trying to do almost panel by panel, right? It seems like they're they're sort of doing that, but not like the opening. Like what was similar with the opening? Like they like I don't think he's going like his brother's not going to jail. I think he's just in the mix, and he's like he like calls them panicked, right? Is how I'm, I'm pretty sure how the game opens. Like I think that's a little bit of a variation. Obviously, like all the you know watch stuff doesn't happen, and you know and all that, but it happens. I mean, it's stuff, in the background. The watch stuff does happen. Jeff. Yeah, like oh, it does happen. She, okay, she gives him the watch. But we oh, never saw okay. her go, yeah, go do it yeah, or so establish that. Yeah. It's giving like a different perspective on the same mm. story. I don't remember if his brother yeah. went to jail or not. Yeah. He might have, just we didn't see it. Yeah. But, and, I, and we didn't see say her I, invalid neighbor. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. The neighbors that's true. come over and get shot, but it's not that... Which I was yeah, he breaks the, in the back door, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the official podcast, and they were talking about that, about how scary it is to see old people, just in general. <laughs> and so, I, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> I can agree. Oh, they're here, you know, especially in the winter months. Uh, it's scary sick. for me to see old people. But it was also, <laughs> it was just supposed to show how that, uh-huh. you know, how the sickness works where somebody's body doesn't work something neuromuscular but this thing takes over and it's able to control your body and they were moving pretty fast for yeah the i was i was talking to my wife and i was like i don't remember them moving that fast in the game but Uh there's also another chance you were playing on easy well that too Ooh, i was playing on shaft mode but (laughs) yeah (laughs) um Another change that they made was the way that it, the outbreak happens. Instead of through the air, through spores, it's yes. a, it's a different. And we haven't actually found out in the show, but I was listening to, like I said, a bunch of interviews, and they talked about how this thing is is different. So I like I like that, and I li- like I said I like the changes that they're making to it, and mm-hmm. I have faith that in the end we're all going to like it cuz this first season is supposed to be the first game and the DLC for the first game. Dang, they're going to do all of that in the one season. That's going to be tough, but um the uh I, but I feel like, you know, in, in my memory, like and this is obviously like I feel like there's little changes here and there. It was like the um the beginning felt the most um sort of off off the path like they they brought their own stuff they didn't go frame to frame but then i in my mind i feel like the second half i was like okay this is they're establishing the same story like they're doing like when they get interrogated by the guard or you know when the guard has them on the ground like it felt Mm -hmm. like they were going through those beats in in the show you know and um i mean i've loved i loved all of it it was just uh very very interesting to me how they like started off different i think i think you probably have to a little bit you know i think the video game yeah well but for a TV thing, you'd have to maybe establish a little more like they did. Even the first shot that you see is a cold uh, open that is not in the game. It takes place in the 50s. Yeah, that was and, very Watchmen vibe-ish. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you felt that too, Vector. I did feel that, yeah. So a lot of people were were kind of put off by that. But I think it works for setting up the infection, setting up, like letting people know that this was a slow burn and it's also very similar to real life. A lot of things that, you know, with COVID and a lot of things that we've experienced in the last three years, I like that they knew about it, but just nobody hmm. did anything about it. That's kind of like COVID. Yeah. Like it's like, and, okay. and they're playing into global warming as well. Yeah, right? that, like he yeah. mentions it mm-hmm. directly in that dialogue of, Hey, this is what, what happens when the earth gets warmer in 50 years or whatever. And here we are, you know? Yeah. Um, so I like yes. that it was that slow burn. It wasn't like, Oh, it just happens. All right. The next day. And, and the, the outbreak happens. I think that's kind of like how walking dead is where it's just like, okay, it's, it's out, whatever it is mm-hmm. that causes it. But this one, it's like, they knew about it, but just nobody took the actions and the steps to, you know, to prevent it. So I like that cold open. They had that, uh, a lot of those actors uh, in the cast are really great. They had Big Head from Silicon Valley in that cold open. 
But uh, yes, yes. Yeah. I like that they had the same <laughs> composer from the game, same music. One thing, I don't know if you guys are experiencing this. We all watched Game of Thrones. I think we all yeah. watched House of the Dragon, right? Yeah. Yes. What is with this opening credit scene? And um, the Lord of the Rings show had this too. Yes. Uh, Westworld has it as well. It's like mm-hmm. these... The, I don't even know how to describe it, but the credits are these little figures or shapes moving, and it's supposed to be setting up the story and describing it. But they all look the same to me now. They all feel like the <laughs> yeah, same thing. Yeah, I yeah, had that it feels same like thought when I was watching it. It's yeah. like finished Game of Thrones. It's like they yeah. went to the same production company or the same you know VFX company and be like, "All right, you did the Game of Thrones one. Yeah, do the Last of Us. Yeah, do the same yeah. thing." Like yeah, just make it the same concept. There's nothing. Yeah, uh, it's, I'll be skipping it every episode from now. Oh, on. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta you know, watch it funny. the first time. Yeah, least. I watched yeah. it the first one, but I'll yeah, be skipping right? it from now. You on. do that for House of Dragon. You watch the first one, then you move on. Although, but I think like House of Dragon, they do change it up yeah, a little bit I, in I, those. So it is. I think Game of Thrones did too. They changed the map and they changed. So yeah. I like when they change it. So maybe I will watch them if they yeah, change. I, can I see. got it. Otherwise, you'll never know. I'll just ask you. But yeah, yeah I'll all that foreshadowing. Um, the only other thing I want to say before we let Rob give more of his opinion well, here you know, is yeah. who? Uh, pay, Me. Yeah, you know, that guy, the other guy, the other guy here, <laughs> yeah. our buddy. Um, I th- Pedro Pascual, Pascal, Pascual, Pascual, Pascal, Pascal, you know, Jeff, I mean, like the little, like what, the little lizard entangled. Your favorite. Yeah. What is this guy in that sucks? Like um, he is in so many bangers of TV true. show. He's in like just good thing after good thing after good. Like I don't know, and like he's good in them too. You know, what I mean, like it is uh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Yeah, oh, that's man. true. He Not was great. good in it, but, the but yeah, sucked. yeah. I feel like he is on. He's on. A, like he is on a run right now. That you know. I think he may be, you know, once we get later in his career, you will look back at, you know, maybe one of the great actors because he is just like his his resume every like, you know, I've almost I was almost tired when I heard he got announced. It's like, man, he's in here, too. Like he's doing that and Mando and he's just so good. He's just so good in the show. And he like he looks perfect in here. Like, like, uh, you know, you really like they they kind of embodied, you know, Joel with his care. Like he just he just does such a good job. And like, yeah, I I don't know when this guy is gonna uh, have a really bad TV show because he is on a hell of a run right now. I liked him a lot, but I can't say that I did not miss Troy Baker as Joel because I I went through two games with this him. is your this is your voice actor love bias. Yeah, well, Troy, like Troy Baker yeah. is the Ben Schwartz. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I I did meet Troy Baker at Phoenix Comic Con. He was a very nice guy, but he's one of the best voice actors. Him and Nolan North, yes, are two of the best. But that's like when I think of Joel, like he originated the character. So when I think of Joel, that voice <laughs> that he did is who I'm thinking of. When I think of Pedro Pascal, I'm thinking Mando. Like when I hear his voice, I'm like waiting for him to put on the armor. But I thought he did a great job as Joel. Yeah. So I enjoyed the show, as you can imagine. Um, oh, yeah. My wife watched it. My wife watched it with me. She was not interested in the show whatsoever. And I said, I watched Game of Thrones with you. So let's watch Last of Us with me. She's like, no, I'm just going to look at my phone. And I was like, fine. And I turned on the show, and she was in. As soon as the show started, she, she started watching, and she didn't stop watching. Yeah. Until the nice. end. Uh, and so she's an outsider looking in, and she was like, let me guess. The girl's the only one who hasn't been infected. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yep, you got it. You got it. She's just not into like scary things or zombie movies and that was mainly why she didn't want to watch it she's like i don't want to watch a zombie show and i said it's not a show about zombies it's a show that zombies are in but that's yeah. not what the show's about it, and real quick what a great thing Druckmann did in writing the game and you know doing producing this you you think that and i do that too where i'm trying to pick apart immediately and try to find all the you know context clues and just guess what the story is it actually ruined a season of dexter for me but 
Druckmann gets that out of the way, and then now you like you know what I mean. Like he doesn't hold on to that very long. He gets that out of the way, and then you just you know the next stuff will be ten times better. You know, and so mm -hmm. that's kind of the same for Walking Dead and and a lot of these zombie things. It's about you know oh the the survivors were the Walking Dead, not the zombies. So the focus is is more about the humans that are trying to survive the wasteland. But I had a buddy ask me because he's he had never played the game, and he was like, "Okay, how is this different than The Walking Dead, The Road? Um, like, there's there's a ton of these apocalyptic, like I yeah. said, even Station Eleven that just came out. So how is this different?" And I said. I don't think it is going to be different. I think it's just going to be a good, another entry in the, the zombie survival horror type of thing. But I don't think it's going to be completely different or, or going to blow people away. If, if they don't like zombie stuff, I don't think it's going to be like, oh, this is the one that changes my mind. Now I like zombie stuff. Right. No. And I mean, think if you think about the first game, right? Like, I don't know how much you guys like recall, but like the events, they like, in my mind, I mean, obviously the the tickers and stuff look mm -hmm. cool and whatever, um, and those are like a, a cool looking villain, uh, and they play a role. But like the series of events that are going to be leading up here are, you know, other other humans. You know, you remember if you remember the cannibals. <clears throat> you know, yeah, uh, from the first game. Like, there's going to be a whole. There's going to have to be a whole episode based off that. I mean, alone, I, I would imagine, because that's a good chunk of the game mm -hmm. and pretty significant stuff is happening there. And, uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, like, like you said, like, like the zombie stuff, like it's not going to be like, it's there, but it's going to be kind of, that's like the setting. That's like almost the background. That's like where that's kind of like a, just kind of a side part of what's, what's happening here, uh, eventually. Yeah. And that's why she got into it. Uh, yeah. Cause it, she's just not into that stuff. She, although she did say that she thought it was going to get pretty, pretty scary, uh, mm -hmm. when the apocalypse scene started with Joel um, and Tommy and, and the little girl is making their escape. Um, the scene that I was like, oh God, <laughs> too, was when, um, oh, I forget the name of Joel's daughter. I'm just totally blanking. Sarah. Sarah, mm -hmm. uh, when she's in the neighbor's house and there's, it's focusing on her looking at the DVDs, but often the background is the 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 grandma in the in the wheelchair out of focus, and she's just opening her mouth as wide as she can possibly. <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, sick, dude! Yeah. Sick!" She's like, "Give me cookies," or something weird like that. But um, you know what's funny? I want to ask you guys real quick because my wife had a reaction that. I didn't know. I guess this is a popular opinion because I was watching an online recap and they had the same reaction as my wife when when the girl's like, oh, is it chocolate chip cookies? And the lady's like, raisin. And I was like, oh, yeah, I like raisins. And my wife's like, no. no. <laughs> I, didn't, I guess I'm the Did only one. you see one. the face that actress made? That's oh, what they said. Raisin, she went, yeah, <laughs> I love oatmeal raisin. I love oatmeal raisin. On the oh, oatmeal yeah. raisin oh, is making. fine, but yeah, I would rather but... have oatmeal instead of oatmeal raisin. But <laughs> like mm -hmm. cookie with a, with raisin in it, like chocolate yeah, chip no cookie thanks. dough, but yeah. with raisin, no, forget it. I thought everybody liked it, but <laughs> I'm not eating that. <laughs> I will pass. Thank you. Also, um, it was crazy. Uh, I didn't know this. The girl, his daughter, who played Sarah, yeah, is the real life daughter of Tandy Newton who was in Westworld she was in Mission Impossible 2 like she'd been in a ton of stuff but after I found that out, I was like oh shoot yeah she looks exactly like her and she's British so she was doing an American accent and then mm -hmm. we know the the girl from Game of Thrones the little queen she's British so she's we've got two British actors doing their American accents and if you hadn't told me they were British I would have never thought it because they do these perfect American accents yeah, um, but everybody in the cast I thought was great, from Joel's brother to the the neighbors. Like everyone was doing a great job. Yeah, and I was really impressed with how they were able to make the um, the quote unquote present or time jump uh, feel like the game because it was mm -hmm. that was one thing that really stuck with me was the like these little um, campouts where 
people were living and working for for uh, cards and just the way things looked dilapidated this like this that and the other and it looked exactly the same and it it made me look forward to things i saw in the game down the line like the um like the giraffe scene in the first game like seeing oh that'll be an interesting thing like will that have as much weight to it as it did in the in the video game um even how they were able to pull just individual little scenes straight from the game like when they're they're all in the car driving away trying to get out of town and you see the neighbor's house on fire and it's like that was so and so's farm like it just just out of the game like exactly like mm-hmm. um yeah so i'm really looking forward to seeing that as well yeah yeah, yeah I, the, the opening in the in the truck not to cut you off factor but like it just feel it felt so like the video game it was like perfect you felt like a kind of like a passenger in there it was yeah i thought that was great yeah and i have because the part two was so much more recent came out in 2020 mm-hmm. I, that's one that i have on my mind all the time when i'm thinking about the last of us i'm thinking about the second one so i had to kind of go back in my mind and think about oh yeah what what, what happened in the first game and i was comparing it as i was watching the show i was like like we talked about a little bit earlier oh yeah did it did she go do this did we see him at the prison like what was different about this one versus the first game but i think they did a great job and i'm very much looking forward to this every sunday now yes and speaking of looking forward to you the listeners can look forward to us talking about each episode because we're your number one source for last of us thoughts so thank you Thank you for listening to us, and thank you for listening to this show. It's about time. I can look at, I'm looking at the old clock on the wall, and I can tell it's about time to wrap up this week. But before we do, I have some important things to tell you. First and foremost, make sure to check out the the Vactor Podcast Network, everybody. Our co-host, Vactor, who you were just listening to talk about The Last of Us, does several podcasts, but there's two in particular that I would like to point out. First and foremost, he does the comic book Kaiju, which is your weekly comic book podcast. Most recently, uh, let's see, Cody Collects and Comic Book Stash tell us the origins behind the third best comic book podcast on the internet. Well, we know that the comic book Kaiju is the number one best. <laughs> so that'll be an interesting one to look at. Uncanny Omar teaches us how to stay in near mint condition, discovering the joy of mutants with X-Men enthusiasts, the uncanny Ken, etc., etc. This is your source for all things comics. And this isn't exactly the, the exact same thing, but I do want to point this out. The comic book Kaiju is on TikTok and YouTube and lots of interesting shorts about comic book characters that you may have known nothing about like the hood for example that's just one but there's there's tons more so check out the comic book kaiju on youtube tiktok uh podcast we're really wherever you get I'm your trying podcast. to make also i'm trying to oh, make yeah. shorts to answer rob's questions anytime he asks me about a character i'm trying to make a short about that's him. true i consider myself fairly comic book savvy but I can recognize that I am not as comic book savvy as Factor. And so he's a he's a good resource. So thank you. Especially in the time anytime I get a new card on Marvel Snap and I'm like, who the heck is this character? Factor's always there. He says, Hold on. Oh I'll snap. Make a, <laughs> I'll make a video of it. You also want to check out Trechnological, a Star Trek Shakedown, currently on a uh, what do they call vacations in uh, Star Trek World? A holiday? I don't know. They're on, yeah. they're on leave. Let's shore just call leave. it that. They're on shore leave, but uh, Trechnological is your podcast covering everything and anything Star Trek. They just wrapped up uh, Star Trek Prodigy Season 1 on that show. and uh, We are going to be doing a commentary of Star Trek 4 coming up uh, very shortly. Yeah, there you go. So keep keep uh, your, your uh, ears subscribed to that podcast for when it comes back. For us, if you want to find our social media links, you can find our link tree in the show notes. Or if you just want me to tell you it, it's link tree forward slash the sandbox gamers. That'll get you everything you need for us. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, tell all your friends while you're at it. And if you take away one thing, one thing at all from this podcast, it's this. 
Are you ready? GG, everybody. GG.